Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Your Weekly Ramen. Uh, I'm your co-host, Nate, and I'm here with Ty, and we have some very, very special guests here with us today. You might have heard of them. Uh, if you're familiar with the YouTube scene, they're Probably two not. super awesome no. guys. <laughs> Thanks, but we don't know, eh? <laughs> We're here with the Anime Tunes guys. How's it going, guys? Fantastic. Oi, oi. That was pretty awkward, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. This is this is what happens when I do the intros. <laughs> Especially when Tyler freaking cold. Hey, you're going to do it this week. You had two seconds to prepare? Okay, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and even though technically it's his week, you son of a gun. The no, only reason okay. I did it is because you said you didn't want to do it. <laughs> I'm like, I have this great idea. And then, okay. So, yeah, well, we're super excited. This is our first uh, first collab video, or audio, whatever you want to call it. Video of sound, perhaps. Um, and we got some super cool guys. I, I think this is your is this your first collaborative yes. thingy too? Yes. Or, it's our first yeah. appearance on another another podcast. Yes. yes. All right. So we're all in the uh, the same same swimming pool here, then, huh? We're in the same boat here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, in honor of a special occasion, we are going to switch things up a little bit, and instead of an anime of the week, an anime series, we're going to be talking about something a little bit more um, iconic. Uh, but before that, for my sweet, sweet revenge on Tyler, oh God. I'm going to go ahead and make him tell you guys about a traditional ramen food for our segment, Flavor of the Week. So go for <laughs> okay. it, Ty. Sure. <laughs> Give me one second. <laughs> Let's see. What is Google's favorite flavor? What is Google's favorite flavor? <laughs> Meaning I was not prepared for that. <laughs> Um, Coincidentally, I had some cup ramen today, like a couple of hours ago. Oh, hey, oh, yeah. there we go. Cup ramen. Yeah. Oh, you gave him a bailout. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor well, was is it? Is cup ramen a flavor? <laughs> I don't know. What flavor did you have? No, Tyler, like... no, no. <laughs> I won't put my money on suffer. chicken. Uh, do you guys have any... Uh, so you guys are from Africa. Do yeah, you guys let's... have any really yes. cool African flavors? Boltong. <laughs> Flavored ramen. <laughs> I don't think we have that. No, no, no. no. Wait, you get a Durban curry flavor ramen? Probably. Yeah, I've seen that. There you go. Yeah, curry flavored ramen. I'm Indian, so that works as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's. I guess Tyler. But, but I like his way how you, that one. you introduced us as we're from Africa, but it's one white yeah. dude and one Indian dude. Yeah. <laughs> Africa is a big continent. Hey? We from as Tre- as Trevor Noah puts it, we're from Africa light, like you know, from the real parts of Africa. Yeah. <laughs> We why, don't don't you guys, outside. why don't you guys tell our listeners a little bit about what you do? Uh, give us, you, well, give you guys a free plug here, a free advertisement. To- all right, all right, all right, all right. So we are from the southern tip in Africa, in a country called South Africa, conveniently named for that purpose. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> no, no real imagination by the people who actually, you know, decided on this name. Um, it's designed to help you find it on a map. Yeah, yeah. So it's easy to spot, right? So everyone can just find it easily. However, we don't really want to say we're in South Africa. Like, we're not really too proud of, like, in, in the city we live in. Um, <laughs> just because just there's not that much going around here. This yeah. is pretty much one of one of our highlights of the week is coming together, talking about anime. Mm. Uh, so we make our own happenings. But, yeah, we... 
we started up about a year ago mm. Um, mm. doing audio podcasting and so on. And then uh, started this year, we moved over to YouTube with our YouTube channel called Anime Tunes, mm. where we just, um, our policy is to just talk about anime. Anything we like about anime, we just talk about it and have fun. So we YouTube for fun. Yeah, it's kind of like anime is like still trying to creep its way into South Africa. Like we tried for a bit. Like we used to have it like a, like a TV channel, but it like after after a year or two, I think it just died. Like no one was watching it. Yeah. Um. Now that the internet infrastructure is starting to like get a bit better, like it's starting to creep back up again. Um. But like we wanna like. We want to like make other people like just feel safe about just talking about it. Like like being like not even necessarily like an otaku, but just like a geek is okay. Like it's fine. Like yeah, unfortunately, here in South Africa, anime has kind of had a, a rough upbringing, <laughs> if you can put it that way. And uh, and and anime is now in that that teenager stage where it's got to find itself who it really is in South Africa. Um, so I mean. Back in the day, things like Dragon Ball and Yu-Gi-Oh got a bad rap from, you know, like mm. uh, Christian. Pokemon specifically. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon as well. Yeah. It, got, it got a bad rap in our country and yeah. uh, <laughs> it kind of got frowned upon very, yeah. very We're a very badly. superstitious nation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so and only recently now, it's slowly but surely it's starting to come up and... Uh, yeah, we just want to create community here in South Africa or not really, we don't need to create community. We just, we know they're out there. Anime fans are out there. We just want to connect with everyone. Get them talking. And uh, share our opinions. Yeah. If you guys uh, haven't checked out their YouTube channel yet, we highly suggest it. They have, if, if nothing else, check out their, their channel trailer. Because I've watched that like 50 times now. And it, it never gets old. <laughs> it's super awesome. And uh, it'll so get you So half of our viewers is late. Yeah. <laughs> that half explains when we look through the numbers. We're like, shit, we got to change stuff. It's not working. <laughs> you know what's yeah. interesting, though? You guys were talking about how anime hasn't really picked up in South Africa yet. Uh, what we'll talk about today um, in our, our anime segment, if you will, is considered by a lot to be kind of the touchstone of anime really taking off over here in the U.S. Um, so there might be some interesting, I mean, who knows, maybe your guys's, uh, you know, equivalent of that is right around the corner, you know, maybe... Maybe you're just one anime movie away from, you know, being uh, anime, being super main, you know, super popular and uh, what everyone talks about. Can I just say mm, that? That's interesting. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't really. I wonder. That, that's the I thing. wonder. Because here in South Africa, everyone knows Dragon Ball Z. Like, that mm, did pretty well. Yeah. But even so, it didn't really help anime take off as, uh, you know, it probably could have took off. Uh, maybe there's a movie that comes away. I don't know. Uh, it's so hard. Like it's so difficult. We, we had to like like I remember signing a petition just the to Naruto get movie. Naruto the last yeah, last, the last year. Yeah, yeah. And it got so few like signatures. Um, the last movie that I ever remember were, like being shown in South Africa that was anime was Pokemon the movie two thousand. That was the but only was in ever cinema? Uh, in cinema. Really, I didn't know that. And that was like back in the day. Not that my mom would have allowed me to yeah. anyway. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's so many animated movies in the cinema nowadays. Why don't they just bring, a, you know, a Japanese one over? Yeah. I don't know. I think they're just afraid not to get that they won't get any viewers. I suppose the big issue is going to be if you're going to bring a movie over, whether it's going to be dubbed or subbed. Yeah. And uh, probably the biggest success you would have is targeting one of the younger audience. Yeah. So then going for one that's subbed might not be as successful, you know, because 
are kids really going to be able to keep up reading as fast as they need to, for example, mm, mm. or no. actually get the gist of it of looking away and then, you know, seeing what's happening as well. Now, this kind of shows how little I know about culture and everything, but uh, is your guys' um, first language English or when when they dub stuff over there, is it English or do you guys have your own language that it gets dubbed in? It's most likely going to be English yeah. if it's going to get dubbed. I mean, but we have 11 official, like official languages. languages here. Wow. I would say the biggest one is probably like Afrikaans. Um, yeah, the most spoken language in our country is actually Afrikaans, mm. which is my first language. And uh, But the sort of like the agreed upon common language that is spoken is English. Interesting. That is really interesting. Huh. Well, and I, I mean, I don't proclaim to be an expert by any means, but from my limited understanding, I think kind of when anime started to try to become mainstream here, I think the target target audience was more younger, uh, the younger kids, um, because like Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z. Tyler and I were both relatively young when we when we started watching that and and uh, when our friends were talking about it and whatnot. So yeah, it's 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 um, an economical yeah. thing, you know, for. For the cinemas, like like a a kid show can be watched by both kids and adults. Whereas you know something targeted towards adults, you 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 sort of like you're cutting off quite a bit of revenue stream. It just makes more sense to show something for children than it does for specifically for adults. Like now that's starting to change, you know, with the new the the Deadpool movie, which is like one one of the first like well certainly the first Marvel R-rated movie. I think it did so well. Like it's so surprising. Um, and now they're like targeting to do like a Wolverine one and you know like a R-rated like a hard R. All right. Um, and for for another few different superheroes as well. So like you know as like the global mindset is changing, like we might see a shift. But like traditionally, showing a kid's show um, is just more profitable for everybody. <clears throat> yeah, Especially something. I'm, like... so... I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Especially something that's so niche, like anime, you know, like it's already risky showing something that's made in a specific country, and now you want to show it all over the world. Like it's it's two risks in one, really, showing an adult anime, something yeah. like Akira. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Watch, watch, and that's the magic word because that's what we're going to be talking about this week. Um, yeah. Akira. Oh, this intro, so, No, no, oh. no. It's that, fine. That's, <laughs> that's called the segwayed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were they um, waiting for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, like with subs and doves, that's also uh, going to be a big issue. You know? Yeah, true. We're going to raise that topic too. Speaking of which, so what did you guys watch Akira in? Subbed or dubbed? Um, all right, I have a dub version. Uh, so we first watched the dub, and then today we found a sub version, and we watched bits of that. Um, mm. we, we initially planned, we are like, oh, we'll watch the whole thing again, and then... Later on, the side, like, no, let's rather not watch. We were the planning on watching the sub first. Like, we yeah, usually, yeah. if you watch a new anime, we're going to watch it in sub first. But my sub version wasn't but we, working. We properly. sort of, uh, we had some technical issues yeah. and we ended up watching yeah. the dub. And oh dear. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that was back uh, way back when they were first starting to really understand how to dub. And it was <laughs> not the best. Well, interestingly enough, um, they did, they had the original dubbed. And then a couple years down the line, they did a redub of it and then so they they reamped the audio which included the dubs and then they reamped the visual stuff as well so 
I think we definitely, uh, I think the version we watched was the dub they did in 1989. Okay. And that's probably why it was so terrible. Yeah. And then 2001, when it was remastered, we definitely didn't watch that because I would have recognized um, the one voice actor, Johnny Young Bosch. He voices um, Bosch the Stampede in Dragon. Okay. So I would have recognized that voice. Which character would you have played? Canada. 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 Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, character. Yeah, character. Canada. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm stupid. Canada. I'm sorry. <laughs> by no, the way, me too. Don't worry, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> by the way, Tyler, um, something we might not have, have thought about. Uh, these anime tunes guys are gonna gonna put us to shame with their anime knowledge. I feel like it's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're much more versed. They've watched series I've never even heard of. Right. <laughs> we have what Trigun obscure stuff here. Please like tell me you've watched Trigun. I yeah, have. Of course. Okay. Good. Good. Every Trigun's day of my life. Food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the cover art. Does that count? <laughs> it's something. Um, I feel like we have experts on the show now. Experts yeah. in the anime world. Uh, what about Can you, we be your official What did you watch? <laughs> <laughs> Our consultants? Yeah. <laughs> Unpaid consultants. <laughs> um, one day we'll make that job. Eh? Your foreign correspondent here from <laughs> telling you the anime scene from South Africa. Next time I'm like, I don't know how to say, I don't know what to do about this. I'm going to ask the anime tunes guys what they think. Tell you what, it'll, it'll, we're, we're, we're we're in the market of growing our South African listening population. So there you go. Uh, what did you watch then, Ty? Dubbed or dubbed? Do you really have to ask? Dubbed? Yeah. (laughs) Which dub though? Wait, which one? Which one? Um, I think it was the newer one. It was on Funimation.com. Uh, so I think they have the newer one, but I've seen the old one as well. That's back. where I watched it too. Funimation and the newer one is what I watched as well. I started out, uh, with sub and then I got like half an hour, uh, into it and like something came up and, um, by the time I got back to it, I couldn't remember if I did dubbed or sub. <laughs> so I picked it back up and, and dubbed and it was blatantly obvious, you know, like half, you know, halfway through, I was like, wait a minute. I did watch it and subbed, so I got a little bit of both word worlds, but just the newer dub though, not the older one. Um, I I mean, let's let's get into plot. Let's, I I doubt there's a lot of people out there who don't know what this anime is about, but just in case, um, Tyler, you want to spearhead this one? Sure, let me pull up the. I, uh, I do have some one thing to say about the plot, but that might just be me yeah. speaking for myself. Honestly. I don't really know what the hell is going on. <laughs> like, oh, thank like the goodness. Just like, what's the hell is the first going time on? I was like, so why lost. are these things happening? Yeah, I, I was thinking the whole time. I was like, this might suit itself better if it was a, a series. Because I feel like there's so much more backstory and other things that we're missing here. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm really glad you said they, that, they though, because... Go ahead. Yeah, you, wow, you this is gonna be a thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, I'm really glad you said that though, because I was having like this internal dilemma the whole time. I was like, I'm so lost right now, but I can't, I can't. When we record, I can't let the listeners know because this is like, you know, this is this is a, a god in the anime world. Everyone loves this anime. I'm like, oh, it was distressing. No, I, 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 I'm glad I, I, you guys felt no. the same way. <laughs> 
Well, you shouldn't feel that way. I mean, sometimes if you just don't, uh, you know, identify with a certain genre, you just don't identify with a certain genre. You know, like entertainment in general is such a subjective thing. You can't you can't tell somebody, oh, they're wrong for not liking something or not understanding something. You know, even us, like, oh, like our I, day job I, is to be <laughs> our day job is to be scientists, and like we know scientists that. Um, they know a lot about their own field, but if you ask them about something in a totally different field, they have no idea what you're talking about. It's not like on TV where like scientists know everything. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen. There's no such thing, and it's the same thing when it comes to anime, like just geek culture in general. Like you know, you, if you're into anime, you might not be into gaming. If you're into you know slice of life anime, you might not be into you know shonen and um and this like this whole movie is so like it 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 had like a sense of like an outhouse. Type type of yeah. thing you know like if you go to like a film festival you'd, you'd, you'd catch like parts of it you know and you'd be like what is going on here like it, it's more of like a work of art than like like a story you know you, you know what just popped into my head when, when you're like what's going on here um, you know when, when people do those solo plays where they have the thing like boom like they hit like that gong like gong yeah. and then they say something like dramatic and you <laughs> always wonder like what the fuck are they going to <laughs> that's how I felt <laughs> Uh, I forgot uh, to ask you guys if you c- curse or swear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing if someone doesn't, you know, figure out what plot is really about. A- apart from that, there was still, like, really good stuff that was going mm. on. It's it's just for me, some things went clear, and I was sitting there like, I'm not really sure what's going on here. But I still enjoyed it overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the great thing about anime, there's there's so many different parts to it. Plot's only one part, you know. You got the visuals, you got the sounds, you got the characters. As, as long as you like something, you don't have to like it all. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's called Sky Wizards Academy, then it's okay to not like any of it. <laughs> okay, noted. <laughs> have you guys ever seen that? The... <laughs> no. No, no. no. Well, if you talk to Nate, you will never see it. <laughs> I'm on a mission here, guys. <laughs> it's my purpose in what life to anyway yeah let's get in i'm sorry go ahead this is embarrassing <laughs> no carry no, on yeah this was gonna drift off there just carry on <laughs> let's 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 get balls deep into that plot then <laughs> all right well i'll uh, i'll go ahead and read the synopsis real quick for anybody who doesn't know akira i'm i'm not sure many anime yes please i want to know <laughs> what is this Akira you speak of? <laughs> that that times. About. Shit, is that what we were watching? Do you Akira from Death Note here? Yeah. <laughs> so, alright, here we go. <clears throat> it's the year 2019, which I found interesting because that's only, what, three years away? Yeah. We're three years away from this, like, post-apocalyptic Neo-Tokyo. Wait, wait, quick quick note, quick note. Um, yeah. If you watch Neon Genesis Evangelion... Last year or this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, yeah. Last year was actually the year in which Evangelion was set. Because I remember I was watching it for the first yes, time. Yes, yes. Finally, it yeah. Right. It was yeah, based twenty fifteen in the, in the anime. But okay, carry on, carry on. <laughs> no problem. Um, okay, so it's the year twenty nineteen. Thirty one years have passed since the start of World War Three. A top secret child with amazing powers of of the mind breaks free from custody and accidentally gets a motorcycle gang involved in the project. This accident triggers psychic powers within one of the gang members, Tetsuo, and he is taken by the army to be experimented on. His mind has been altered and is now on the path of war, seeking revenge on society that once called him weak. That's it. 
Um, and a quick, okay. a quick disclaimer to anyone listening. Again, only if you haven't watched this, which is maybe one percent of you guys. Um, this is gonna be full of spoilers. Oh, so yes. yeah. <laughs> so you've been warned. Full so, on spoiler cast mode. So I, I'd, I'd like to just ask you guys a question. So this first, uh, like two sentences. I don't think any of that was really mentioned in the movie being the year 2019 or World War Three was 31 years ago. I don't remember that being mentioned at all. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Opening scene, uh, they show a city and then letters come up. They say 31 years after World War Three, right? Oh. Then massive explosion and then now you're in the current time. <laughs> yeah, there's and your, that's all they mentioned about it. I'm sitting there like, what the hell really happened? Like, um, I guess I must I'm have actually like interested. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you missed it, eh? I blinked. <laughs> I missed it. I think I think the idea was to just have as little like exposition as possible in this movie, you know, because in real life you don't really have like a guy like narrating what's happening, you know. Um, so they try to go like you know they, they try to want you to fill in um, sort of the story, you know, from the environment, environmental storytelling. Um, and they sort of like, and maybe like that kind of exposition wasn't really, you know, needed um, for this particular yeah. story. Because I was, I was in actually like, I was quite interested, like, okay, what actually happened? Um, and I think that might have explained a lot of the things that then occurred later on in the movie. Um, you, you know what else is interesting? So if you take 2019 and you go back 31 years, you get 1988, which is the uh year this movie was released so according to their first sentence uh what world war three starts the year this anime came out <laughs> i just imagine at the end of the movie it says oh by the way world war three started <laughs> when you leave the cinema going down. <laughs> what was happening <laughs> what was happening in the 80s that would have started a world war that was just after the cold war cold war was uh, done mm-hmm. right yeah Stuff wasn't that hectic. I'll tell you what was happening in the 80s. Rock, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah. What, (laughs) sex, drugs, and rock and roll? It was a war about sex, drugs, rock and roll. Yeah. And you can see it in this movie. You can. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the music is so in tune with, like, most of those people were on drugs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they were, like, having sex Uh, in the street. (laughs) Yeah, another disclaimer. There's some some tatas shown in this movie. Oh yeah, uh, oh, it's like nudity. It's, you know, <laughs> I found that yeah, it doesn't count, right? It's because like like censorship as like in Japan actually went up. Like if you think about it, like Evangelion censorship was nowhere to be seen. Like mm-hmm. each year, like there wasn't much censorship. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know whether the remastered version was censored much stuff, but they were going full on. Yeah, just not giving a shit. Yeah, <laughs> violence as well. That that was refreshing. You probably just think nobody's watching it. Who cares? <laughs> oh, that one hurt. Uh, so what else can we talk about with this? I mean, what? They covered the bases. Uh, top secret child with amazing powers. Who we have an amazing name for. Maybe we'll mention later. Um, but, well, I guess it doesn't really touch on what. There's some deeper themes going on. Like there's a lot of what government unrest or a lot of people rioting like a, everywhere yeah like a revolution going on yeah so you got that going on in the background and and what else they make a statement on a lot of the political figures kind of don't know what they're doing and like tokyo's been corrupted i kind of got like a, a batman vibe with it right it's like this city has been corrupted oh, yeah. but 
it still needs saving. It needs a Batman, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that Batman was, uh, what's his face? Tetsuo. Yeah. Um, for me, it actually Got- gave me like a, like a French Revolution kind of feel. I played uh, Assassin's Creed, the one in France. So it was, uh, Unity. What are Revolutions? Unity, yeah. Unity, yeah, Unity. Sorry. And they are very similar scenes where you like you come into like a politician's office and like you kill him. Like they had that almost like exact kind of scenes that you would find. Um, a lot of civil unrest, like going up against the man <laughs> of the men. Yeah, I, I got that kind of feel out of it. Um, yeah. I would also argue there's what three main plot lines going. There's the well, there's that in the background, right? And then there's the Akira plotline. And then I, I swear I had a third. Um, it just left me, though. Biker gangs. But, Don't forget the bikes. I mean, yeah, I, there's, we were talking about it earlier. There's a lot that goes into this plot, and then it doesn't really all come together till towards the end. Did it, did it really come together? <laughs> I, <laughs> to the church. I mean, like, people died and, like, shit blew up. And stuff happened? I don't know. So every there's, enemy ever. <laughs> there's a gross inside-out giant baby thing. Oh, yeah, that thing was messed up. Yeah, you have to have oh, yeah. It's going to yeah. haunt my yeah. dreams. That was nasty. Uh, yeah. So help me oh, out here, guys. Cool. I'm drowning. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, that was fucked up. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I can feel her pain, and then she explodes. There's a spoiler for you. <laughs> That was a messed up scene. Um, any is there anything else to talk about with plot? I mean, well, I mean, there were a lot of, there were a lot of missing things in the plot. A lot of motivations that weren't yeah. really there, or that they sort of just pigeonholed at the at the end, like in dream format, and we were supposed to pick out like why was Tetsuo doing all of this thing? Why was that other girl like like why was she following him around like? Like the the it, it suffered from like you didn't know where the reasons behind what was really happening. Yeah, and I, and I thought that was a big issue. Um, mm. To me, the movie actually, um, if you've watched the movie Chronicle, it is oh, almost yeah. like exactly the same thing. If you think about, I was thinking it. that too. Yeah, actually, um, for this, I looked up a few things, and and this movie has influenced a few movies, and Chronicle was one of them. Yeah, and to me, it was you know quite quite a strong correlation between the two, and that the main dude who gets his power, um, there is no real reason for why he acts the way that he does. There's no motivation behind his actions. He just kind of because initially, to me, it looked like Tetsuo was yeah. I can understand like the government just takes you and they do an experiment on you, and then you get pissed off, you know, because like who wants that done to them? Cool, I can understand that. But then when he's out of the facility, that's kind of where that would stop. Like, you're out of the system now, you know, go live your life. But then he keeps carrying on. And that's when it, to me, became like a power obsession. Yeah. Because he kind of then figured that someone stronger than him or something else above him. Um, and then it seemed to me it became a quest to become the strongest being out there. And that's all it that just turned out. I want to be the strongest. Yeah, because he was, like, chasing after Akira. Because he kept hearing Akira and he was like, oh, Akira's strong. I'm going to go find out what's up with this yeah i think the easy yeah. answer there is he got like a god complex right he, he has that, all that this to power me is and... what i took out as the plot yeah <laughs> like honestly <laughs> there's a lot of themes and i think uh, the themes could have maybe been explored a little bit better could have added to the flavor of akira but i think the the, the main plot was a little bit lackluster yeah I, I i agree like i was saying earlier i feel like 
feel like I I might have enjoyed it more if it was maybe a short series, kind of flesh things out a little bit more. But yeah, I mean, this was based on a on a manga with a few volumes. Yeah, see, I might have enjoyed so, the manga better. Maybe we should we should have um, actually read the manga yeah, before we, we did this. But, uh, <laughs> but I I was thinking that as well that if this would be turned into if, if this was an anime series, this could have been amazing. Mm. Like give it some twelve episodes. Yeah, twelve and, episodes, yeah. and this would have been. Could have possibly been one of the best anime ever. Like, there's a lot of good things they could have worked on. Do you think they could have made twelve episodes out of it? Like, yeah. that's oh yeah, that's a. Eh. I mean, one, and they could have even put some like back backflash fillers in if they wanted to with World War Three. You know, like yeah. there's a couple yeah. of episodes for you. That would have been interesting. Yeah, yeah. Warner Brothers picked yeah. up the rights to make a live action uh, version in the west and they was they were saying like the story is just so big they couldn't they wanted to do three more like make a trilogy out of it so there's definitely you know space to do a whole series there that'd be interesting to see how people would react if they said they were going to do a series out of it because this is like a cult classic so to be honest i would like to see a live action and like they've chronicles been done so you can do the whole telepathic power thing like Mm. CGI is there. It can be done. Uh, time might be now to actually see a live action. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> the, the movies have been in, like, development hell for, like, many... Like, a dec- over a decade. I remember, the, like, there was a guest on the Game of Gridley show. What was his name? But he came and spoke about how he might, might have been on, like, the writing team to the thing. But they had directors drop out and producers drop out. And they couldn't really decide whether they wanted one movie or three movies. And um, But, like, I think, I think like, this would be, like, around the right time to actually bring it out. Because, like, cult classics from back then, they are just making, like, a comeback. 30 like, years. Yeah, like, things like Deadpool, like, five, six years ago, would you actually think it would come out? No, it didn't. But the fans brought it, you know? And, like, now if there were, like, you know, murmurings that Akira, there might be a Akira movie, like, the fans will bring it, you know? But yeah. if you build it, they will come, kind of thing. <laughs> and, and you know, visual effects are so good anymore that it would be easy to do it. Exactly. How many movies have you seen a, a city completely destroyed in lately? Yeah, New York's gone. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> this is no longer there. Um, about that's, that's the first thing. Uh, like, if if enemies were playing like a video game, the town that they always get dropped in is New York City. <laughs> they just blow shit up. <laughs> About your live action thing you mentioned earlier, just a little bit more tab. Another tad bit about that is, uh, I guess in the 1990s is when uh, Sony was thinking about doing the live action version, but then the project went, yeah, the project went north of 300 million dollars, and then they were like all kinds of nope. So. <laughs> yeah, even the original was so expensive, and they didn't actually make their money back. Really? Which is yeah, like it was a one billion yen, if I remember. But they only grossed seven hundred and fifty, around seven hundred fifty million. So one billion it took to make, but you only made back three quarters so of that. So deficit of uh, they made a loss. Yeah. Two hundred fifty million yen. I'm sure by now, with all the the DVDs and things they've sold, they've made it back though. Maybe, Licenses. but I mean, um, they have uh just to remaster it just to do the re release uh cost them uh, 1 million US dollars oh dear no, yeah. that's a lot of money <laughs> um what it and so what what makes this such such a iconic movie among anime fans 
just because it was like the first to really become super popular or is it deeper than that i've been wondering about that question myself um i mean fair enough we I saw this this week for the first time. Mm. And so we don't know what the scene was like in 88, 89 when, it, when they came out. I'm assuming 89 is when it actually probably crossed over to US when the dub came out. Yeah, I can't I really so. imagine the sub being the one that, you know, did all the good work for them. <laughs> um, but I kind of I asked myself that question and I was like, can I really see why this is being considered as like, you know, iconic movie that took anime to the West? And I kind of thought like, um, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't really see it, but it might just be because it's thirty years down the line, and the anime landscape has changed so much. So dramatically, yeah. yeah. So I might just not be able to grasp because I look at it and I'm like, man, like visually, this anime is amazing, and thirty years down the line, it is still amazing. Yeah. Uh, the, the music is weird. Gotta be tripping to really appreciate that. <laughs> oh um, no, I would not listen to this tripping. I would, I would have a bad trip. <laughs> very bad trip <laughs> but but apart from that like it's yeah like to me it was, it was just like man it, it lacked something for me in this day and age well yeah um, because with the story com- i don't think the story you know carries itself well you compare it to other really you know well-known famous like compare this to what princess mononoke or spirited away and there you can see you know that it's really trying to say something. It goes deep with the plot, and it's it. I can see how it's so loved, right? But when you compare something like those two up to Akira, yeah, Akira had great artwork. You know, it had it had some pretty neat fighting scenes. Um, had some decent dialogue, but I I don't consider it on the same level as uh you know like a Studio Ghibli movie. But then yeah, again, I, mean... I don't know. Those were much later down the line, right? That's the thing. This could be one of those where it was a product of its time. You know, mm. the mindset in that time might have been what, you know, allowed it to be popular. But like, we live in a very different mindset. Like, on our discussion about, um, what were we discussing? Our drop list. Oh, yeah. We were like, if we watched this series, you know, five years ago or ten years ago, when it we came might out. have enjoyed yeah. it. But because we have so many different, you know, enemies now under our belt and TV shows and video games, and, you know, things where that, like, the quality has been improving over time. Like, you, you, you sort of have a way different, you know, outlook or perception on things now that you would have had if you were the same age in that when the movie came out. And I think that's a big factor because... For you, like you're a big fan of Neon Genesis, Neon Genesis Evangelion, but I'm not really because I only watched you, it. Yeah, you only watched year. it last year. Yeah, and for me, it's really confusing. Like it's a kilo level confusing. What, what it goes is. down it is, yeah, uh, in that thing, and I'm like, Ugh, I'm probably gonna have to watch this three times. But I got this. <laughs> that's that's what I had to do. But with I got this massive, <laughs> yeah, I got this massive backlog that I need to work on. So like, do I really want to make that investment? And it's probably gonna be the same with Akira because it's so art housey, and there's probably like you know things you need to read between the lines and whatever. You gotta give it a few watches. But really, like, for me, like, the, the first time, uh, first impression is a big factor. Yeah. It decides whether yeah. I drop an enemy or not. Like, I, like I, my enemy drop list went up by five. Just, because because just we watched, like, days. yeah, because <laughs> we watched all of the new uh, episodes in, in the new season. And I was like, nope, not watching that, not watching this, <laughs> not watching that. Yeah. I would say this is definitely an 80s. It's got a strong 80s vibe to it, though. I mean, yeah. so yeah. I, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, the, the the biking stuff, like the the way it starts off, it actually gave me like some 
uh, Mad Max vibes. Yeah. Like it was yeah. very like, you know, post-apocalyptic, like dystopian future. And like everybody's obsessed with bikes. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> Wouldn't and you like, be? Okay. I honestly, be- before the movie, I thought this was going to center around the bikes. Like I yeah. thought this was what the movie. <laughs> I really about. wish it would have. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. And you look at the, at, at the poster as well. It's like it's uh, the dude walking to his bike, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be like a biker type movie. <laughs> it's gonna rock, and it was something completely different. It's gonna be your mushy pedal, but with bikes. <laughs> <laughs> Do they steal those bikes? Or are we to believe that like delinquent high school kids somehow saved enough money to buy really nice bikes? Oh, hell. That's so <laughs> Number yeah. one. They straight up stole them. And then they ride them what, on the interstate like it's no big deal. Also, like but, the guy said, the bike was custom made for him. Like If you remember, Tetsuo couldn't really ride the bike. Like It stopped because yeah. it was custom made for the other guy. That's so, true. Like, did, where you have money to make custom made bikes... <laughs> I think there's a deeper thing going on here, like some sort of crime ring or something. You say that, but there were scenes where they were literally beating the shit out of each other. Of course they're thugs. It's true. Maybe they had an underground fighting ring. (laughs) I'm pretty sure one existed there. Something Akira taught me is it definitely pays to have a sidecar if you're in a biker fight, because... (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't look as cool, but... (laughs) You got a pipe-wielding companion who can just jump on other bikes. And and Clown Gang? What's up with that? <laughs> it reminded me of the uh, the clowns from Batman Beyond. Now that yeah. was good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was just hectic how that girl got smashed in the face and how she looked afterwards. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, was done pretty well. I was yeah. like, ah, that, that was done properly. You guys did your homework. <laughs> There's like a black eye and, and swollen lips and everything. And then there's that scene yeah. where uh, Tetsuo, he, the guy's riding at him with the uh, the pipe on the bike, and he hits him in the head. I don't care who you are, you'd be dead. <laughs> Not if you have psychic be- powers. Apparently. Maybe that's what woke him up. Yeah. <laughs> and drama. And then earlier, Tetsuo does that, what, to one of the, the cloud yeah, bikers else. Yeah. going much faster. I'll give it that he was wearing a helmet, but still... That guy's probably not getting back up anytime soon. The way, the way he connected and you saw the helmet flying, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Con- <The> snap neck. <laughs> yeah. But um, there was a scene where, uh, what, um, Kanata, Kanata, God, I'm terrible with names, by the way. I've heard of uh, Canada. 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 <laughs> Canada. Uh, there's a scene where Kanada gets, he gets, like, hit in the face, and he clearly spits out a tooth. And then, like, he's talking and all his teeth are there. <laughs> With yes. the other guys too. <laughs> Healing factor. They all have it. Um, Canada had that Wolverine jeans. <laughs> what was up with the? So this is something I didn't understand. What was the end goal for the rat-toothed, blonde-haired guy who was? Uh, he was working with like the anti-government group. Do you know what Where, I'm talking about? Oh, oh the, the guy that got shot in the mayor's office or something, basically. That guy. Uh, well, the guy who, I think the guy who, like, shot him, right? The shorter guy with the, the cane. Oh, oh, so the shorter guy. You're wondering what his role was. Yeah, what was his end goal? What was he trying to... No idea. <laughs> he wanted to change the... He wanted to change the where the political power was lying. He wanted oh, okay. to start a revolution, basically. Yeah, because he, he was gave... in charge of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He gave that speech. He's like, but I think so, he, he was corrupt, like probably one of the most corrupt. If I mean, if you saw like his safe, corrupt. like the amount of bonds yeah. and yeah. money and stuff he had, there's no ways you 
you know, instigating revolution, you know, for the benefit of the people, if that's what's in your safe. I don't believe it. Well, yeah, and plus he, like, killed all his own men at the end, so. Yeah, no trust. <laughs> Clearly a bad, interesting that, I mean, and they, they were trying to say something there, too, right? Like, the general was the only guy who wasn't really corrupt. Yeah. Um, I like the general, so. dude. General was the only character that made sense. Yeah. 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 yeah, let's let's get into characters then, since we're drifting that way. Yeah, let's let's leave the plot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we spent way too much time on plot. <laughs> a little bit. For something like none of us understand, we spent a lot of time on it. All right. <laughs> I think that's what caused it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So characters, we got what we got: Canada, um, Shotaru, and so who would you? Who would you argue is the main character? Him or Tetsuo? Are they both kind of like the main character? Um, I think it definitely revolves around those two. But I actually think Kaneda is like the real main character here. And, uh, you know, Tetsuo is just kind of the driving force, you know, for, you know, Kaneda to do stuff. But I mean, like, if we're talking, there's no real, like... I wasn't voting. Yeah. I wasn't rooting for uh, Tetsuo. That's true. Yeah, I wasn't. I was like, this guy's he's losing the plot here. He I even found it. I can understand. Like, but I was I was thinking this while I was watching it too. If I had that that kind of power, like I wouldn't. I like to think I wouldn't go crazy like Tetsuo. But there's there's like a couple people out there who I'd be, I'd be real tempted to like just explode their car or something. I wouldn't kill them, but I'd probably ruin their day. Yeah, but uh, but you wouldn't be an idiot and just go on that scale that he went yeah, and no, no. Uh, kind of expose himself and like he, he was you know creator of his own demise in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, could have all been avoided if he wasn't a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Or if he just stopped and thought about things two seconds, he was throwing a tantrum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's the plot line. Like you can you can argue in terms of like plot progression, like. Tetsuo is the main character, but mm. I mean, from a marketing standpoint, Kaneda is probably the main character because I mean, he's on the cover, yeah, and he's like you rooting for him, kind of. He, he drives the bike, man. That's, yeah, <laughs> he drives the red bike. <laughs> That's why he's the main guy. <laughs> you drive the red bike. He wears red clothes. Yeah. So. There's an interesting dynamic there too, because what Tetsuo is the one with power, and then Kaneda is clearly much weaker, yet he still ends up standing up to Tetsuo, you know, and like, uh, there's a, uh, a line in there. He says, he's like, uh, uh, we're his friends. We should be the one to kill him if he has to die or something like that. So yeah, I, I find that interesting. Cause he's like, he, he went up against the whole military without like a scratch on him. And then Kaneda comes up is like, I'm going to take your arm or, or I'm going to shoot you. And actually does more damage than the military ever did. Yeah, I mean, it it seems like uh, Tetsuo's powers was weak against that photon gun. Like mm-hmm. they did show the army, they had tanks with that had the photon gun. They, it, no, they had. Um, it was quite a few soldiers. Soldiers. Had but I think the main issue here is that he actually saw the soldiers take aim and fire. However, Kaneda kind of got him unawares. I don't think Tetsuo expected it at that moment because Kaneda was casually carrying the gun upside down, mm. and then he fired. Like, you would never really expect that. And uh, I think that kind of uh, turned the tables a little bit in Kaneda's favor and allowed him to get into the fight, you know? Mm, I mean, it's, it's probably that the powers can control physical things, but not light. No. Maybe because there's no mass, really. There we go. That's a good point, Or not man. enough mass. 
I like this. We're getting scientific. Oh, we can on get this. all sciencey in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, educated and whatnot. Um, let's see. So that's okay. That's Canada, and that's an interesting dynamic between those two. Tetsu. We've talked a lot about Tetsu. Um, he, it's. I don't know. I feel like he's not justified for because, like, he straight up tries to kill Canada, who it seems like he's been closest to, like. Most of his life. Mm-hmm. And why? Because, like, he's tired of Canada sticking up for him and rescuing him? That was confusing. You're my best friend. Um, I'm going to kill you. Because yeah. you think I'm weak. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that. that's also, like, a big plot hole and could have been solved by some sort of motivation backstory. But yeah. we never got that. Yeah. It could have been, like, he could have easily added something small in there that would provide motive. Like a falling out they had in the past or something. Mm. And that could be, you know, still residing in the back of his head. And now that he's got power, then that comes to the forefront. Mm. He just got drunk on power. He wasn't seeing straight. Like, he, like even like toward, like when he was turning into that baby form, like he was starting to like have like these regrets, mm. like, thoughts, and it was kind of bringing him back. But he was too far gone. Yeah, you know? he. Yeah, you can definitely see he he came back to himself because then he was pleading for Canada to help him. Mm. Or kill him, you know, uh, because this was just getting too much. I think a lot of it, too, might have been, it seemed like he was in pain. Like, a lot of pain a lot of the time. And sometimes it's it's hard to kind of, like, think straight while you're, you're in a lot of pain. I'd be interested to see someone make the argument that Akira uh, was, like, kind of influencing him. Right? And, and driving him crazy to do these things. I don't think it'd be a very strong argument, but I think it'd be interesting to see someone try to make that point. I think you might be onto something there. Um, all right. All right. So we know that Akira kind of popped into his dreams, like he visited him in his dreams. So, all right. So we, that shows that Akira has some sort of a way to get into Tetsuo's mind and yeah. can potentially subconsciously change things that might lead Tetsuo acting in a certain way or something. If the end goal is for Akira to be awoken, and that requiring someone with immense power stronger than those other three Benjamin Button kids. There it is. Then, <laughs> then um, yeah, I can actually see that being a plausible way that you can go about it to make it happen. Akira comes into his mind. He then starts acting in a way that would eventually lead to him getting in contact with Akira. And he is basically, from what I understood, what that power is. And when they spoke about the next evolution of human being, it's leading towards like, you know, a person being completely composed of power of some sort. And uh, him having those powers, you know, is a way that you can measure the amount of energy that he has. And that could have been required for Akira to be woken, but he needed to get into close proximity. Yeah, and then they introduced the concept of, of what uh, someone with psychic powers taking over someone else's body and mind with the uh, with the girl, and then with K. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so no, I, I don't think you' too far off. I think that's definitely a, a plausible theory, you know, or, or like an underlying plotline that that was actually there that could easily be overlooked. Wow, thank you very much. I was I was just blowing smoke out my ass, but I'm glad. <laughs> glad that no, when, when you mentioned out. it, <laughs> when you mentioned it, I then thought about it. And I'm like, hmm, could this work? And then it just seemed like, oh, I could actually probably explain it, and <laughs> it might work. You know what? The one thing I really there was one quote that I really liked about this movie, and that was when uh, Kay said, "Oh, stupid neighbors, dog." Um, sorry about that. That was when Kay said, "What happens when?" 
or something to this effect. What happens when you give an amoeba um, more power than a human? Or you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know the quote. I thought that was that was really. I mean, that was a really cool quote because then he's like, all amoeba knows how to, or all amoeba wants to do is is eat and and destroy things. It's like, whoa, you know. Yannis, what what did you think about that that line? Oh, I mean, oh yeah, you guys. I've looked at amoebas under microscopes. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's not, I mean, so I suppose like feeding is one of the big things that they do. Um, but I mean, like there's a lot of questions that you have to ask. Like if you give the power of a human, but then is it the same size? Is it as yeah. big as a human? If it's as big as a human, then, you know, it'll probably start eating things its size, you know? Yeah. Um, when, when, when I heard that, um, I, un- I understood the point that they want to carry over. Um, you know, like if, if you give something that only knows one thing, all this power, what is it going to do? Mm. It's just going to do what it does, but on a much bigger scale type thing. But, but that doesn't work with Kaneda because he's yeah, a human. Yeah, exactly. With was, different emotions and different Like thoughts. when I heard that, I thought to myself, like, I get your point, but I'm like, this is a bad, bad example, you know, because, yeah, like for once, we've got consciousness and intelligent thought you know, as humans. And um, Tito is the perfect example of how that can go haywire, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's sort of, it's the human condition that made Tetsuo do that, you know? Yeah. I, I wouldn't really be afraid of an amoeba with, like, that yeah, if, if, of a if human. The, and I was also thinking that if the amoeba is like, like, she didn't say like, oh, you know, if you give an amoeba this thing and it grows massively, you know, like, no, you know exactly what it's going to do. <laughs> you know what it's going to do. And it's small, like, yeah. oh, it's got power. It might just be hard to kill. But it's just gonna like do its own thing. You know? As a human's like psyche is so complex, you know. To me, it was like, I know like amoebas. <laughs> it was more confusing. But I suppose it was meant to be like this artsy, like metaphorical yeah, yeah. type of thing. Probably as science types, we just like, like as biologists, we just like no, no, no man. No, like no. this is a poor, poor choice of uh, organism <laughs> metaphor. <choice>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, that's super interesting. It it always blows my mind how much like a person's background, you know, just changes is how they see things you know i i never would have thought of it the same way you guys did and that's that's pretty neat for me i was just like whoa she said tiny thing have a lot of power that sounds cool (laughs) yeah that would have been an interesting movie (laughs) it would have been much more interesting than kira I don't want to. I don't want to fire too many shots at it. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like how that we've done nothing really but tear it down so far. We're gonna have uh, people knocking down our of. doors. Yeah, we're gonna get <laughs> we, yeah. so much hate mail. We we tend to do that. <laughs> do that because I mean, when you look at things critically, like it's it sort of makes you seem like you're talking negative about it, but you can like at the end of the day still like it, even though there's you know things that are fundamentally you know like wrong, wrong with it you know did you guys watch batman or superman yes half of us did <laughs> <laughs> what did this you think of it Tyler? um you know all of my friends really loved it but i didn't really care for it all that much yeah like like on a on a like if you if you break it down like in terms of what a what a what a film what a story is supposed to be it doesn't really perform you know but uh, and we we have like two hours of like talking about it on our channel but but like it's still an enjoyable thing to go and watch you know you can still go there and have a good two hours like it wasn't like we were just pissed off for two hours and like walked out <laughs> yeah I would have wanted my money back <laughs> yeah I mean, like no we we demand a refund here yeah. no like it was it it was still some a good like two hours like. 
I don't feel like I don't regret those two hours watching it. No, no, but no. the thing was full of it was the plot was Swiss cheese. Like there was just holes going right through it. And kind of like Akira. Like Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a good analogy to, to um, make there. Um yeah, I mean honestly beforehand, like I've I've been wanting to watch Akira for a long time and I just never got around to it. And the same with Yana. So that's why we were so excited. We like finally like we can you know, put it there like we have to watch this. And mm. beforehand, I was like, man, like this is probably, you know, with the reputation it has, I just thought like, man, this is going to be awesome and we're going to have mm. so many cool things to say about it. Like probably just going to be <laughs> the whole time we're just going to be praising this movie and what it's done and so on. And I was like, yeah, you know. But I mean, that's what I'm saying, I'm not saying it to bring the movie down. It's just, no. you know, it's still my own personal opinion about it. Mm. But at the end of the day, this was, you know, as a spectacle to watch, was fantastic. And I really enjoyed it. I know, think I would have enjoyed it more if I watched it back in before I was born. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, mom was taking to ask for it. Like, oh, let me just finish watching it while she was pregnant out. with me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, and uh, like, uh, it by no stretch is a bad movie, you know, yeah, it's no, just, no. it just has problems here and there, but like, it's still like, I'd still recommend people to go watch it and see Definitely. what their, what their opinions are. Definitely. It's, especially like this day and age, if, um, like they are just like anime classics that are important to watch. Cause we can now see, okay, you know, there's definitely anime that have been influenced heavily by Akira. Definitely. So, and that that kind of puts things of like where the anime industry is now into perspective, and you can see like how it's changed from then to now, mm. and like it's a good reason to watch it for that as well. Mm. I thought the animation itself was so oh, fantastic. It was yeah. 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 Like Let's Dragon Ball Super must that. fucking go watch Akira and learn some shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What did you like most about it? I mean, what was it the uh, the character designs or the scenery? In the no, background, actually, the... actually, no. I, I, I <laughs> did not like the character designs. Um, not really the men, but the women. I thought the women looked like men, yeah. and I was like, and no, this, this it just yeah. didn't feel right. That might be a product of its time, though. You know, that it, it been... might be. It might be. I understand that, but I was like, okay, so I didn't really like that. Uh, the men designs, yeah, it was alright. You know, like you don't need. In a movie where the powers are going to be telepathy, you don't need, you know, guys looking buff or anything. Like, you need normal-looking people, and they look completely normal. Mm. And mm. that was good. Um, the artwork and, and the style and so on, the city looked amazing. Um, the use of colors, I think, was was the thing I enjoyed mm. the most. Mm. So, I mean, with, with the bikes driving, leaving those sort of neon trails... It always looks great. Um, but it wasn't like in your face. Yeah, really. that's the thing as well. Like It wasn't like in your face. When when I watched it just before we, we started um, you know, talking here with you guys, um, I noticed that early on when the, the one little Benjamin Button kid was with the guy during the city and he was running away, um, just before that kind of big beer can water tower falls off the building, um, I noticed that on the one building, the neon lights, how mm. that was done. and it looked like actual real neon lights to me. Mm. And they had like, they went through the effort of making the, the neon lights have movement as well, not just like an on and off. Mm. Mm. And even when they then zoomed out and it was a wider angle shot, it was still doing that. Mm. Like I'm like, shit, like these guys were with, you know, putting attention to detail. Mm. And, uh, and it was also back in the day where you didn't have, you know, computer generated or yeah, much computer generated yeah. effects. Like nowadays, if you want to show lights, you can just tell the computer program, okay, light the scene in a certain way. Yeah. And it'll do it. They had to draw in the lighting and that works exceptionally well for like the neon and like even the bikes, like the, 
you know the the stoplights or whatever like you you could see them they just had this after image as yeah. they went through it's not something you see nowadays because i mean the technology has advanced but this was more this was like was more of like a like a homely like nostalgic feel the way it was lit and like the world looked lived in yeah that's that's like you could see this is a dystopian future you know whereas anime is nowadays like very sterile because i mean because anime is so expensive these days that you just don't want to draw things and animate things because it's so costly yeah but they're like their set pieces and like map paintings it was was just amazing yeah to to me to me that was the number one strong point of akira the artwork hands down the artwork blew me away and that attention to detail you know like yeah you can still make a movie and not put in that much effort to the small stuff but i think it's because all the effort went into the small stuff it made it just visually look so much better yeah the attention to detail was great yeah do you guys want to hear a fun fact about the artwork always of course. so the movie consists of 2212 shots and 160,000 single pictures two to three times more than usual and this is what I find cool. They used 327 different colors, 50 of which were exclusively created for the film. Oh, the nice. reason for yeah, the reason that for this kind of explains it all. Yeah, <laughs> the reason for this is that most of the movie takes place at night, a setting that is traditionally avoided by animators because of the increased color requirements. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, the shadows and the, the differential yeah, the lighting. saturation, yeah. But, you know, it kind of, like, in, in retrospect, that was kind of, like, a negative thing because that's what probably shot up the budget to a billion yen. Yeah. Um, and so. let's be honest, you probably could have done more of those scenes in daylight. Like the, Maybe. Yeah, you probably could have done in daylight. And Everything happens in a really short period of time. Yeah. That is true. What is the oh. time period in this? Like, a couple of days? I'd yeah, say probably. Actually, not. I'd, I'd say probably in about time span of about two weeks. I think. You think? Yeah, because the first time he goes into the hospital, like I don't think that could have would have come out of the hospital all that quickly. Um, just my opinion. It was. It was unclear. Yeah. At the time. Because I mean, also if you think about those guys who had to when they go in to infiltrate the the military facility where they were doing experiments, like. You're not going to do all your prepping go infiltrate in like a couple of hours or like a day. It's you know, something that requires a bit of time. Um, yeah. You want to hear another kind of fun fact? I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm reading these. I'm like, I don't just, really want to get throw these them in out, there. Man. Just, just throw like them. You, you don't, don't need permission. You don't need permission. Like, the, we are your right. podcast. Yeah, this is your podcast, man. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Some of these are music, so I'll get into them later. And music and sound. But anyway, so you know that scene where uh, Canada is at the jukebox, right? And he's he's flipping through things and typing up stuff. Yeah. Um. So if you look closely and there, you can see the names of three famous uh, rock bands. Cream, Led Zeppelin, and The Doors. Oh, oh that's cool. That is cool. Most interesting. How, how much better would it have been if some of the, one of these songs came on as well? Most interestingly is that, like, you, you guys have seen a couple of our stuff on, on YouTube, right? Yeah. I have a, The Doors shirt and Dope has a Led <laughs> Zeppelin, Zeppelin shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you, you probably would have seen it in one or two episodes. And in the last one, you should probably see my Metallica shirt too. <laughs> man, 80s bands, man. Mm. They did, yeah, and they did a lot of detail to it. One of the, so that scene we were talking about earlier where the first Benjamin Button kid you see kind of starts destroying stuff. The K, I think that's her name. She walks past yes. a guy wearing a, a young, a, a t-shirt that says young. And that's actually a uh, little Easter egg. That's 
um, part of the name of the magazine that Akira Manga first uh, came out in. A little oh. tribute to that. There's some Easter eggs in here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what did you guys think about the music <laughs> in this anime? Yeah. Here we go. Mm, yeah. Uh, I didn't think the music fit the movie that well at all. Um, you... It was it was very tribally. Like, it had a tribal kind of sound to it, and feel. Um, and I, I, I thought this would be more of an electronic type setting, you know, with mm. the kind of world, the bikes and all that stuff. Fast-paced and, you know, energetic is what I had in mind. And this was kind of like, it's going to trip, man, you know? <laughs> I mean, usually when you think future, you would think some kind of, like, techno music. You know? Yeah, yeah. 2019. And that's one of the things we talked a lot about with on a previous episode. Um, the uh, certain magical index the music fit the techno theme very well. But it makes sense that the music didn't really match up that well because apparently music for the film was completed before any of the composers saw a single frame <laughs> or read the script <laughs> that seems so. like a horrible idea yes yeah. like really <laughs> yeah that it seems had like to be a edited to fit some of the scenes yeah. oh man um, that, that is interesting and also like pro- probably the weirdest music or sound effects like at some point i was wondering whether this is done for like effect or whether it was part of music but they had this there's music that kind of sound like someone like breathing loud <laughs> and like struggling to breathe. It's like if you, if you notice um, in some of the fight scenes, uh, the last one where Tetsuo was fighting K, they used it there. And also a little bit earlier in, in one of the chases, uh, the first bike chase in the highway, there where Tetsuo whacked the oak with the, you know, with the pipe. They used it in, in that chase scene as well. It's just so weird. Yeah. Like, you yeah. could have just put music in there instead of this weird breathing-sounding stuff. Yeah, I mean, music is supposed to help you... It's supposed to help you get in the mood for whatever kind of scene, you know? Yeah, that sets the atmosphere. The atmosphere. But but I think, like, if you look at it from, like, a like a out, like outlook, like, meta point of view, like, the plot is really confusing, and so is the music. <laughs> so it kind of, like, matches, you know? <laughs> Uh, this was one of the first Japanese anime films to have the characters' voices recorded before they were animated. This is typical in the U.S., but in Japan, uh, they're usually animated first before they're recorded. So they kind of did a lot of stuff a little bit backwards with this. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but that does explain a lot, though. Yeah. So I, w- I wonder, like, I-, I wonder if that's just because, like, I, would- I almost want to say just because anime was so relatively new but at the same time if i'm wrong about that that makes me seem really dumb <laughs> but i don't know like why would you that does seem like a real rookie mistake why would you do that i don't know why would you animate um, first yeah I don't know. no i think it meant why would you do all your music for any animation oh well it's just everything they did was kind of maybe who knows man i don't know i can't the... honestly i can't think of a reason uh, in case anyone was, was wondering, the motto on the back of the, the Canada's biker gang jacket mm-hmm. uh, says, good for health slash bad for education. Uh, it's on the <laughs> on the capsule jackets. And the <laughs> phrase rhymes right. in Japanese, so I guess it's, I don't know. A lot of product placement. Saw some product yeah, placement I was going to say that. On the, on the bike, yeah. There's a what giant cannon Cannon sticker. One was cannon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's the one that's stuck. That's funny. <laughs> Cannon's not a, is it a Japanese company? Oh no. Nikon is a Japanese company, right? Yeah, Nikon. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> maybe maybe they only put that in the dub version. 
We didn't. We didn't check oh. that. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. <laughs> they swapped it out. Better sponsoring for the dub. Done. I wonder how much of the their budget they got from that. And there's Coca Cola was another thing too. They didn't show the logo, but he was clearly drinking out of a Coke can. <laughs> Coke survives uh, nuclear that... warfare. Uh, also, that water tower that falls looked almost like a Coke can. I think there might have been a Coca-Cola on there, but it's something you could totally overlook. I mean, in Fallout 4, like, there's new Coca-Cola everywhere. So you only expect, like, in a dystopian future, Coca-Cola is still around. Yeah. It's like the cockroach of your beverage company. <laughs> It'll survive nuclear blasts. I get, I just looked it up. It does turn out that Canon is a Japanese company. I would have never guessed. Oh. oh. That's interesting. So most cameras are Japanese. That makes sense. Um, well, I think we're actually kind of starting to to wrap up here. I think we're yeah. moving towards the end. I think we're running out of steam is what I think it is. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I, think, I think we've covered most things. Yeah. Like, like, we even have a little list here, and uh, everything we wanted to say, we've spoken about. Mm. Oh, I, I, thought, I thought an interesting tidbit for you, that the... The director, Katsuhiro Otomo, also directed the live-action Mushishi. Uh, oh, live-action. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen the live-action of Mushishi. Yeah. I'm yeah. Actually, I actually think the live-action, the cons of Mushishi should be easy to do in live-action. So yeah. I need to still check that out. Mm. You don't know if he actually directed some of the actual Mushishi. I'm not too no, sure of the names. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. That, that, was, that, that was proper. That production company, was it Tokyo Movie... Shinshan or Shinsha or something. They don't do like full length, like they don't like produce anime or movies anymore. They do, um, you know, like uh, they outsource the animators, you know, they probably work uh, on, you know, uh, second key animation or whatever. So like they've fallen out of actually like producing a whole animes. So I think they've been having financial troubles like after Akira. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, they did lose a lot of money. Eh? Start, yeah. That was a start. <laughs> this is unfortunate for them because the animation was. Mm-hmm. So th- no, no, this is quite interesting because um, so he producer right director director so directed that in eighty eight mm-hmm. and he only came around did Mushishi in like two thousand six yeah. So. so you've got a good 20-something years down the line. Mm. That's maybe like you might have grown actually got better at telling a story because Mushishi is like known for being like yeah. really, really good storytelling. Akira is a <laughs> complete opposite, you could say. <laughs> He's uh, not only the director, though. He he was the one who created the manga, the Akira manga. Oh. Yeah. Is it? Oh, I must have glazed over that when I was reading the Wikipedia page. <laughs> He, uh, I, have, he, I have mine here as well. Hold on. <laughs> Here's our Wikipedia page. <laughs> These are IMDb facts, so if they're not accurate, don't blame me. <laughs> blame, uh, blame the internet IMDb. movie database. Yep. Um, no, but yeah, according to this, that's the only way he would allow them to make it into an anime, is if he got uh, complete creative control over it. So, because oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, the movie came out before the manga was finished. Now, now I really want to go watch them or read the manga to see how different they are. I got. I was looking at yeah. news articles, and there was one about Akira. I might read it for you guys if you're interested. But it showed the cover art for it. I don't know what volume it was, but it looked it looked really cool. It was like a Benjamin Button version of uh, of uh, 
God, don't tell me I forgot his name. The main character, Toshiro. Tetsuo. Tetsuo. Son of a gun. <laughs> this is this is amateur hour over here. So um, he eventually turns Benjamin Button in, in the manga. I, yeah, it seems that way. I don't Possibility. know. Um, I'm that company. They started in the 60s. It's an old company. Yeah. Tokyo movie. Or something, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, so, you're saying, you're saying, sorry. <laughs> the, what, the article's from Crunchyroll, and it says in December 1982, the manga world changed forever. Uh, that was when Akira came out, blah, blah, blah. And 2017, to honor the 35th anniversary of the debut of this um, seminal piece of uh, sequential art, ka- uh, Kodansha, um, boy, comics, Kodansha. Uh, it'll release, yeah. It'll release Akira, the 35th anniversary box set, um, with the Ooh. volumes 1 through 6, and uh, in, in large format hardcovers. Jeez, that's awesome. <laughs> I've never heard of a, a hardcover manga. Yeah, plus uh, an art book and some other cool stuff. So. so if there's any time to release a live action, it would be around now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots um, of attention on it for the 35th. Maybe I'll tweet out That'd this picture cute. so you guys can see it. But yeah, what the old wrinkly Tetsuo <laughs> looks like. All right. Well, uh, do you guys have anything? Anything else before we probably wrap it up? Yeah. Let, let, let me just say again, like uh, I'm not dissing the movie. You know, <laughs> right? It's a good movie. It's an enjoyable movie. It's a spectacle to watch. Visually, it's amazing. You know, and even just for that, it is worthwhile to watch. Uh, so if someone hasn't watched it yet, I definitely do recommend this movie to yeah, I mean, check out. not many people are going to be watching from a like critical yeah. standpoint, like how we watch things. Sometimes it's it's more of a of a negative on our part because we have to look so closely at everything because we have to comment on things. Um, but like you know, it, it's a classic and it's something that if you're into anime, um, you know, more than the average you know person who just watches Dragon Ball Z or whatever, like it's something you have to get under your belt somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I can see why um, you know it's important to watch. Definitely, do we recommend. There, there's a reason it's a classic. There's a reason why everybody has seen it or needs to see it. It's it's simple. Thirty years down the line, I think it still holds up. We're talking about it. Yeah, we're talking right. about it. Thirty uh, yeah. years down the yeah. line. There you go. That's a very good point. Uh, go into it with a positive attitude and don't don't be too critical, and you'll really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, but, right. I mean, this is well, a, this is a spoiler cast, so I don't know how many people. Like, yeah, yeah, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe cut some of this in the front as well. Be like, okay, guys, you know, go watch it, go have some fun, you know, and then we're gonna talk shit about it for a while. Uh, all right, the plot's so darn confusing. Anyway, maybe this will help people watch it at first. And uh, mm-hmm. you're not alone if you were confused, right? And there are others. Be like, you're not alone. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we just want to say thank you once again for joining us. Um, guys, it, it was great having you on. This was fun. It, it was a lot Thank of you fun. for having us. Yeah. Yes, thank you very much for having us. It was, it was very nice to not have to talk as much. <laughs> I got to sit back it's a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you yeah, we do actually, all the work. Yeah, we, we actually, this week, like, we, we're taking a bit break from the videos. Yeah, so yeah. it's actually very nice to talk. Yeah, we're going to release, like, a channel update on the usual time, like, on Tuesday. Um, we're basically putting, like, big discussions on hold for a while. 
Um, we, got, we are going to do discussions, but I think we're going to try and like you know do these kinds of collaborations with other people wherever we can. You know, if you guys want to have us on whenever, you just let us know. Yeah, um, that's on record now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, also, like you know, we we discussed a bit earlier that our day jobs like science, so we we're gonna like take a step back and like try to figure out how we can sort of incorporate that into the enemy work that we're doing so we've been we've been discussing some some enemy yeah. science stuff and, and, and there's going to be some cool stuff there's going to be some cool stuff yeah. to look out for that sounds like it. I, I love when when um, YouTubers do that kind of stuff it's a lot of fun to watch it, it's a whole different like Nate said earlier a whole different view that you would never think of because you're not a scientist and, well, and I, people are going to learn something yeah <laughs> learning's always good I'll tell you what if you guys are looking at it from like a scientific point of view i bet you could i bet you could go to town on a certain magical index probably i, I don't want to watch it dude calm down <laughs> <laughs> you've already you've already how many a, times you mentioned it it's, already going, it's, it's literally going to go in my drop list my enemy list <laughs> no wait not a certain magical index the the shitty one is uh God, what was it called um certain scientific magical index is good yeah no yeah yeah, yeah, Sky Wizards fine. is a shitty one. Oh, Sky, uh, Sky Wizards. Wizards. Oh, yeah. My bad. My bad. Oh, no, it up there. My bad. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so if you guys haven't checked out their YouTube channel, um, it sounds like they not only have a lot of cool stuff on there, but they're coming out with some some super cool stuff. It's pretty exciting. So give them give them a look and, and subscribe, you know, uh, show their support. I'm sure it means a lot to them. It yes, does. It, does. it means a lot. Yeah. I mean, we, so, we, we're just but but guppies in this big ocean of yeah, uh, the we're internet. Still small, yeah. We're very small, you know. So we 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 still got to shed our skin and grow bigger. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, it's all about improving. So yes, yeah, spread the word. If you like what they do, spread the word. Tell your friends, and then they get super famous, right? And then we do another collab with them, and then we <laughs> get super famous by proxy. That that's how it works. It's a, it's a win-win. A, a rising yeah. tide raises all boats, you know. <laughs> hey, yo, how's that line? Yo. <laughs> all right, that's a great place to end it. So we'll call it a day here, and we hope you guys enjoyed, and we hope you guys come back next week for another tasty episode of your weekly ramen. Sayonara. Yeah. Cheers. Cha-cha. Cheers.